We're expecting entertaining, not necessarily accurate. Uh, facts are not needed. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that. Hello and welcome back. This is the Long Stack Podcast. My name is Craig. I'm joined with Dougie, Adam and Mark. Another episode for you. How you doing, boys? Good, man. You? All yeah. right, all right. Just trying to maintain. Oh. <laughs> you keep chugging, Doug. <laughs> grinding. I'm grinding. Rise and grind. <laughs> all right. So, uh, as usual, uh, let's talk. let's talk NFL. Some stuff happening, and I suppose um, we're maybe a week late. I reckon this happened the day after we recorded um, last week or whatever. Um, but Tony Romo won't be going to the Houston Texans. Uh, Tony Romo will be retiring. So, in so much, I have a question. Two questions I pose to you all. Everyone will get the chance to answer. Firstly, are we likely to see... A U-turn in a year or so, if he stays healthy. And two, if not, how will you look back on Tony Roma's career? Doug, you can kick us off. Um, well, you know my point of view on this, and that is that the Cowboys are going to be really, really hoping that Dak Prescott doesn't shit the bed this year. Um, because if he does, you might that, that could be a way that Tony Romo ends up back in the NFL. Because if, if Prescott does shit the bed, the Cowboys are in a world of pain. He wouldn't be the first sophomore quarterback to ever do it either, would he? Nope. And how are you going to look back on him? Uh, well, it's a tricky one, really, because statistically and and fame-wise, he's he's up there with the best, isn't he? But really, when you look at the end product, he's, he's like an Andy Cole, isn't he? Whoa, no. whoa, whoa. <laughs> Listen, mate. <laughs> Champions Cole, League winner. Yeah, Coley's got some medals, son. You <laughs> uh, well, you know. Cole, Cole, Andy Cole's not well, by the way. Get well soon. No, get he well isn't. Soon, yeah, get well. Get well. Pray for Andy. Um, yeah, he, he's, uh, he, he's a big name. He's a big, big dude in the NFL. But ultimately, it's hollow, isn't it? Because he's never won anything. And he's never really had the team around him to capitalise. But you could argue that lesser quarterbacks have had less around them and won. So, Adam, same I, question. I, yeah, I think that's that's true. I'm a, I'm a I'm a Romo fan. I've I've always kind of liked him. Generally, haven't particularly liked the Cowboys going back many years. Although, although of late, I seem to have warmed to him a little bit. But I I think he. For a lot of his career, they weren't a very good team, and he actually made a pretty average team better rather than rather than the other way around. The trouble was there's the odd high profile game where he's he's I don't want to use the South African cricket word, but um, the, the the choke has come into it once or twice in playoff games in games that mattered, um, which unfortunately he's going to be remembered for. Um, but I don't think that's fair. I think he he made a very ordinary Dallas team um, much better. Uh, Mark, um, I did like the fact that you that you asked the question as if he if he stays healthy, if he manages to stay healthy in the commentary booth, then you know, fair enough. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of <laughs> yeah. stairs that dude's going to manage up. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I, I don't. I can't see him coming back. I genuinely think he's he's had a look around and thought, if I'm not going to play for Dallas, I don't want to play for any of these other fuckers. I've had enough of getting smashed up. I've had enough of being injured. I want an easy life for a little bit. Um, I get to see my kids a little bit more, and, and not have to, to to worry about it. Um, I, I I do like Tony Romo. However, I disagree with the other boys a little bit. I um I think that he's been on some teams that, fair enough, defensively haven't been all that, but you look at that offensive line, that's been around for a couple of years now. And that's a guy that's had Des Bryant, um, Miles Austin, um, Jason Witten in his, in his prime. Um, and he's not managed to get that team to a Super Bowl, and fairly often hasn't managed to get them that far into the playoffs. I think he's underachieved a little bit for some of the offenses that he's had. Um, however, I do, I, I like him as a, as a bloke and I, I, I do like him as a quarterback. However, I do think that his legacy is tarnished somewhat by, um, by failure to go deep into the playoffs. Isn't that what we all said though? No, you said that you thought he was on poor teams and I've said that he's actually on some, I think he's been on some pretty good teams. Mm. But yeah, I but mean, ultimately it's a hollow feeling, isn't it? When you think about his legacy. Yeah, I, th- I think he should have done more. I do think he should have done more. I read an article where he was, uh, Tony Romo is being honoured <clears throat> by the Dallas Mavericks, which is so Mark Cuban. Um, he's getting a little walkout um, at the Mavericks, last Mavericks uh, game. I think that'd probably be tonight, actually. Um, and they've all said some really nice things about him. Uh, look, what's he done? I don't think he's Andy Cole. I think he's JJ Okocha. I just, I just <laughs> think, what, 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 what have you done, mate? You're two in a fourteen-year career. You can spout all the numbers. You can take all your franchise leaderboard stats, whatever. And he's an all right bloke. He smashes a hot chick, plays a bit of golf. You know, I'm not hating. I have ratings, but if you're two and four in fourteen years, you ain't all that. I think, I mean, we haven't mentioned, well, his his injury proneness, which I'm sure is a word, but you know, whether whether he's brought some of that on himself or not, that's been a factor, uh, you know, particularly in recent years. Um, I think, Mark, you're talking about their strong offensive line the past couple of years. He had that season where he was playing, where DeMarco Murray did what? Yeah, Two thousand yards. What is uh, what Zeke's done this season, last season? Yeah. Um, and I think he went down. I, c- I could be wrong. I think he went down injured in that season. Um, yeah. Well, he did, the year week, had a, 12, a two at the start, so he probably did. But yeah, I mean that that's something else. That's probably a factor in his decision as well. Um, I kind of feel that he had more to give, but we'll probably not find out. I suspect. Once he realises um, how much of a consummate professional Jim Nance is, um, when he's been working alongside Phil Sims for all these years, I think he'll he'll stay put. And yeah. well, he's, he's going to do a, a better job than the guys replacing quite clearly. I suppose, and that you know, just to finish on Tony Romo, um, that has been the consensus. Everyone's pretty confident he's going to do a, a pretty stellar job in the booth. Looking forward to hearing Tony crack some jokes on Sundays. It's it's got to be better than hearing Phil crack anything, um, <laughs> or fart in the booth, or, or well, that's probably the only sensible thing that came out of him in the the past few years. I, I you know, he's give the guy give the guy a chance is the other thing with that. He's it's going to be new to him, Twitter and everything else. The first the first time he makes a mistake, 
in structuring his sentences, which I'm doing right now, but um, <laughs> I get a longer leash probably. But Chuck he, he Adam forget, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Throw him some hate. Um, abs- you know, absolutely slated for all those stupid little things because he's just going to be watched like a hawk. But you know, give give him a chance. Um, it's it's got to be an improvement. Um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to. It. I, I love Jim Nance. He's he's one of my favourite guys, and the fact that Phil Sims has been spoiling his production for so long is a real shame. Don't feel too bad for Tony. Tony will be oh. getting looked after by CBS. <laughs> yeah. Tony wouldn't be going to CBS do, unless Tony was right. getting the similar money for sitting on his shiny backside in a warm booth not getting hit by a 400 pound lineman yeah he's doing yeah. alright fair play to uh, uh, just uh quick, quickly Craig sorry before we before we move on um, no one's really talked about this from the Houston Texans point of view um, I'd love to laugh at them a little bit because <laughs> I really I really hope they don't have a plan B firstly I think it's hilarious what their owner said after the trade of, of Brock Osweiler saying that he couldn't believe that the Browns offered them what they did yeah. um, and that they managed to get rid of him. And now you're thinking, well, at least he was a quarterback that you had on your books. <laughs> <laughs> Who have you got now? Tom Savage. And I, I, I get the impression that that's, that's their plan B. There is um, no love for Tom Savage. Are they trading up to draft a quarterback? They cannot do any worse than Jay Cutler. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a it's mad. I, no, I, don't, I don't know why he's yeah, still. No, I don't know why. Uh, still well, they, they they can. I I would personally, I would do all I could to go get cap. Um, but well, I'm sure we'll offer have, him uh, five quid. He'd probably take we'll it. Have, we'll have we'll have more to talk uh, QB moves in two weeks uh, after the draft. I think that's when the picture will clear up. To draft um, two weeks away. Two weeks. It's like, yeah, it's like, fucking April, April, bro. Bobbins, that yeah, is April crazy. Seventh the draft. Yeah. yeah, we better start uh, talking about it at some point. Yeah, yeah, probably makes sense. Probably makes sense. <laughs> I'll get I'll get my uh I'll get my college boy on it. I'll get I'll get Jan on it. And I'll give him a call. Nice one. So from one retiree to one returning uh running back, Marshawn Lynch. Are we excited to see Marshawn Lynch? Uh is keen by all accounts to go to the Raiders, but that deal still hasn't been done. Um there is talk that Marshawn himself, uh, if the Raiders can't pen a deal, would be interested in going to the Pats and what Aging player doesn't want to go to the Pats and try and claim a ring before they hang it up. Uh, so, Marshawn Lynch, should he be going to Oakland? Should he be going to uh, New England? And is he going to be the force he was a couple of years ago? I'm just he, over he his should, whole he... act. I'm over his whole act. I just... Oh, no. Beast mode, the Skittles, that oh, shit's fun. Just, just the whole, oh, you know, the whole ambivalence towards the media, the whole thing, like... What was this? What was, it, what was his line he said? I'm, I'm, I'm only here to not get fined. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're a dick. I, I think I he, he'd be somewhat different this time around if it, if it happens. But I, this, is, this is actually quite entertaining and I can't put my finger on why. I have this feeling you know, if, if, it does, if it does get a contract and does make an appearance somewhere, he, he'll just be terrible, surely. Um, well, I, I might be I might be misjudging the guy. Maybe a couple of years rest has has helped him, um, but I just have this sense that it will be it will be a media circus and it will be quite entertaining, and there'll be all sorts of all sorts of gifts during the rounds about um, how unfit he looks or all the rest of it. But I, I just suspect um, 
it will it will die quite quickly. Fingers crossed. He's, he's an open lad, isn't he? Is that why he's trying to go back yeah, there? Well, yeah, that's, yeah. What right. that's what they're talking about. So I quite like it from that perspective. Um, and he's clearly an amazing player. I agree with Doug. I think all his, his media persona bullshit is annoying. I, I didn't like what he did on the media day with the fans um, where he didn't answer any questions or anything. Don't buy into all of that. Um, but I like seeing good players in the NFL. And if he's still good, then fine. I've got no issue with that at all. What I don't like about that whole media thing is it's the most media thing you could possibly do. Yeah. I don't want to talk to the media, so I'm just going to make a massive fuss at a media day. You're, oh, bit, just bit of self-promotion and getting back piss. at the man. Absolutely. I fuck with that. Boils I my like, piss. I like beast mode. I, I would personally like him to go to Oakland. And actually, um, I think he really improves that side. And if they do manage to get Marshall Lynch at, you know, two-thirds of what it was before he went, uh, I, I think that has a, a real impact um, on the AFC. I, I don't. I think it's been forgotten how bad he looked in the. I, I think he, he had a couple of injuries again, but he, he, he did. didn't look great in the last probably year, eighteen months at Seattle. I didn't think. Well, there's an and argument to say that just, may, may, maybe he'd just given up and didn't want to know at that point, and now he's realised that he likes having millions of dollars every year. Yeah, well, maybe, <laughs> but he's, he's got, had he's a couple of years out now. Um, it's not a position that... He doesn't buy Skittles, Mark. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Doug at Canterbury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was bought. He stayed bought. Um, look, I mean, is, is, if you're the Pats, is two-thirds of Marshall Lynch better than the whole of LeGarrette Blunt? Every day of the week. It's not, not, not when he's been in that system for three years and he's he won two Super Bowls the NFL last year. and he scored or 15 touchdowns touchdown. last year or what? Like, no, it's just not. It's, it's, it's not. Give me Marshawn. Uh, other, 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 other NFL moves or potential moves. Could the Seahawks really get rid of Richard Sherman? This, this has been coming. Not necessarily Richard Sherman, but for the the Seahawks, they got into that position around about the time they won their, their Super Bowl, where, yeah, on the face of it, it looks really lucky or brilliant general management, whatever you want to call it, but they had a lot of guys on cheap rookie contracts and loads of cap space that they could fill up and he was enjoy, pick, enjoy that while it lasted. But it was yeah. always going to be the case that these guys will come up to four or five years in. You know, they're going to have Rus- Russell Wilson included in this um, and they wouldn't be able to afford them all. Um, they have to make some hard decisions and Richard Sherman could be a big, big chunk of that cash that they could free up. It's ma- the, it the NFL macroeconomics, isn't it? But what I would say about it is another guy that just, I think he potentially may have outstayed his welcome in Seattle because he is a yeah. massive chopper, isn't he? Yeah. I think they're just sick of his bullshit. Yeah. Oh, but he's, he's funny. God, does that not count for anything anymore? It's the no fun league. It's the no fun league. As, no if, fun being, league. as, as, if, so as if being funny actually makes it, in fact, it's you know, probably the polar opposite, isn't it? Just get rid of the dickhead. Oh, uh, mate, I I got, you've got to keep him there. I, I, would, I think, I think they will. They'll find him. Adam, Adam makes a good point, and it, it is, you know, the, this, these are businesses, and these decisions are taken at a very... You know, it's numbers, and if the Hawks get rid of him a year early, but but save that cap space, uh, you know, you can't be mad at it. There aren't many uh, corners, sorry, just to finish, there aren't many corners 
that get the big contracts and play at the same level after they've got it. Revis is the exception, but he was oh, complete, absolutely bang on, yeah, a complete mercenary. But most most of those big number cornerbacks tend to tail off, and so I'm not sure there'll be many takers for him at the price that he's going to want. But if you can get a shutdown corner. Oh, someone will be you stupid. Have a shutdown corner. Listen, why aren't the Browns in for him? The Browns could go from being the bums of this league to actually competitive if they just had a set. A <laughs> Doug set is of all about the Browns. Loves the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, other other rumors uh, we've got the Saints potentially talking to Adrian Peterson. There's a number of pretty big free agents out there. Little little, little word that Manziel's also had a chat over there. I mean, I like this from the Saints. This is very forward thinking. Uh, can we see Adrian Peterson um, find a landing spot in New Orleans and will he be accompanied by Johnny Football? <laughs> the Saints are a joke, man. They're in for everyone. They're an absolute joke. <laughs> they pick up Johnny Manziel. Fuck me. What are you doing? Just don't, don't, don't bother. Adrian Peterson, I think if he's going there, that's a symbol that he's willing to take a bit of a pay cut. I, I don't hate that as a move for him. Um, there's obviously, you know, he's gone to a couple of um, and, and had a few meetings where he's walked away, not only with no contract, but with no contract offer, uh, which I think we've alluded to on previous pods saying that I think he's asking for too much money. Um, and so the, even people, people like the Pats have done their due diligence and thought, nah, not, not interested. I don't think the Saints is a horrible move. Um, but, I mean, it doesn't matter. They could They could bring in whoever to run the football for them unless they sort out the defence it doesn't make a bit of difference exactly trade secrets my stubble was scraping my mic a little bit there I was just, I was just <laughs> trying to move it without yeah, it's just what I think about the Saints the Saints are just an absolute joke man every year they're linked with all these defensive players and then they rock up and all they practice in the off season is the offence and they just yeah. get bummed and they're, they're just Sean, Sean Payton needs to have a long hard look in the mirror genuinely I, I, don't, I don't mind scoring trying to score 60 points a game and actually I do find Manziel a, a very intriguing move you look at what Drew Brees has done and uh, as a undersized quarterback uh, and what Manziel potentially offered <laughs> if we could turn him around from the gutter rat that he is I don't mind that for two years do I love Craig I love how you see the positive in everybody <laughs> <laughs> everyone you're like I love this move he's gonna be brilliant bring him back he's amazing uh, <laughs> oh, I'll tell you if if that's who the Saints are thinking about for when Drew Brees retires they have got some big big problems if that's their, if Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel is their answer, I don't know what the question is. <laughs> yeah, that guy. I mean, fuck me. Would you want to put Johnny Manziel into New Orleans? Maybe they just need better drugs. <laughs> Come on, he'd die. <laughs> it's, yeah, if anyone's going to get him good care, it's going to be it's going to be Johnny, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what would you do it? So, uh, chuck it open floor then. Uh, any other NFL stories people want to quickly uh, flap some gums about? So, with the news of the Raiders moving to Vegas, it's emerged this week that a bunch of players, right, have, have uh, all been in an amateur arm wrestling competition in Vegas. 
brilliant. And they're going to get fined, right? But the interesting thing about this is not the fact that they were in an arm wrestling competition. It's the players that were involved. So you've got <laughs> James Harrison, Navarro Bowman, but also on the same docket, you've got Kenny Stills and Marquette King. Now, Kenny Stills and Marquette King, right? Never go in against... <laughs> never go in against Bowman. Yeah. Just, why you go with the, Bowman why you go with the wrestling. <laughs> Quite possibly. Um, Patrick Chung was there, Lucky Whitehead. Um, Marshawn Lynch sure was Harrison, also Marshawn Lynch Harrison was also would there. Rip off Stills' his arm. Yeah, that, would be, that yeah. is not a, that is not a contest. <laughs> um, yeah, interestingly, what we didn't mention about Marshawn Lynch, going back to that, sorry, is that they're not going to be in Oakland anymore, so he doesn't have that attachment to the Raiders. Two years, three years, he's got, years, he's got two, two or three years still there. Fair enough, but anyway, that, that just popped into my head. Um, Cheers. This, this is. <laughs> Another yeah, one of those things, like we, we mentioned it earlier, the no fun league, right? They're disciplining these players for doing an unsanctioned sport event, right? Um, <laughs> guys, just just be happy. Like, Rog, chill out. You're earning 50 mil a year, dude. Wait, like... wait, wait. <laughs> if a couple of guys go down the pub and have a game of darts, yeah. they're getting fined. It's just, it's just. I love ridiculous. that Dougie's telling people to chill out. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, smiling Doug. And look, let's 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 be honest. James Harrison won that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. No, so, no, yeah. Kenny Stills is going to turn up to preseason training with one arm. Possibly one of the most ridiculous off-season stories I've ever heard. <laughs> and I wanted to share it with the world. Time for one more. Uh, yeah, the big big news, uh, the 2017 pre-season schedule has been announced. Thanks for that. Mm, said, no, said no one ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huge news. We're all glued. Yeah. Although... Johnny so Manziel said, will be starting for the Saints. <laughs> that, that, that cut his teeth in the pre-season. We spoke about it last year. Yeah. That cut his teeth in the preseason and went on to have a, a, a stellar rookie year. So who knows? Maybe it's worth watching now and again. Uh, I will say one to look out for. It looks like the Browns, um, rather than looking at a defensive end, uh, might be looking at uh, Fournette, the running back out of LSU, who looks really good throughout his career. Uh, just that type of player just looked bigger and stronger than everyone else. And I think he's a, a, a good move for the Browns. He, that, that seems sensible. He he was um, touted in his junior season as being potentially the greatest college running back ever, wasn't he? He was That's te- right. tearing it up and then sort of faded a bit in his senior season. Um, so yeah, could be could be interesting. Big uh, body guy. Yeah, just just uh, just uh, to wrap it up, Dion Jordan as Simon the Seahawks, like they need any more defensive linemen. Yeah. <laughs> is he is he is he a decent? Do you think he'll make that roster? Yeah, of course he will. Do you think? Because he was—he was been cack at the Dolphins, hadn't he? he? Missed an entire season for substance abuse. He was two sacks in his first season. Pfft. I'm not sure he's that wonderful. Yeah, but that—they make—they make—they make players good. Obviously. Exactly, and that and that and they've they've signed him on potential, haven't they? Because he's never really had an extended yeah. run to show that potential. But he's a, he's obviously a decent player. Felt him. What's, what's his contract like? Because again, that could be someone that it, he's probably cheaper than he's perhaps worth. I've no idea without looking, but he's the sort of guy that could help the Seahawks out in that respect. Yeah. So I think that wraps it up for our NFL news. Uh, We will, uh, like I say, once the draft happens, a lot of the situations will become a bit clearer. Uh, Nice 
playing a bit of porn in the background somewhere there. <laughs> that will be an autoplay video. The annoying autoplay <laughs> videos from NFL.com. Yep. <laughs> 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 All right. So listen, um, if you want more of this, check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, jump on the bandwagon before we've left. We're going to get popping. Um, so you will all be ecstatic to hear. I've got another quiz for us this week. Boom. Yes. Strap in, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. It's all about fun. Nothing about fact. That's, that's, <laughs> a, bit, that's, that's a little bit presumptuous, but I, I'd say it's, it's less of a quiz, more of a quiz show. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah. I've coined it GM Impossible. Uh, oh, Doug, okay. Doug plays music. Oh, not so that one. Is, not, that, not that one. Sorry, this one. That's the porn again. Not that one. Uh, <laughs> why is it up on the screen? Save it. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the game. You will all have nigh on impossible situations. Me, your esteemed quiz master, will also be doubling up as your franchise owner. I'm going to give you a situation. You're going to tell me why we should do it. There is a set of criteria. There are three points in a a pre-scripted criteria available and two points available just for interesting and funny shit. Maximum of five points per situation and there will be two rounds. Boys, do you have any idea what's going on? Absolutely none. I feel that's what we need. Cool. So, I'm going to pick you at random. You're going to get a situation and you're going to get a minute and a half or less <laughs> to tell me why we should do it. Now, I'm going to give you a, a little hint. This is made up. So, the world of fact is malleable. Be creative. Uh, secondly, Consider your audience. You wouldn't turn up to Robert Kraft the same you would Al Davis. So consider the type of shit that I like. There are literally, Everybody ready? There, there's literally tens of people going, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's three of us saying that right now. <laughs> so you're going to get a scenario. You've got to tell me why we should do it. I've got a couple of little buzzwords that I want to hear and you get points. <laughs> Simples. Adam, you're going to go first. I don't think I want to go first. You want to go first? I have a choice. (laughs) Adam, you're going to tell me why we should be hiring Randy Moss as a wide receiver coach of what would be the New York Giants. Uh, Well, I can't think of anybody who'd be a better idol role model for young Odell Beckham Jr., um, ding, ding. That's one point. Keep going. Okay. Uh, you know, what, what better person to advise him of exactly how to conduct himself, not how to run his routes. He doesn't need any help from Randy Moss with that, but he does need help from Randy Moss with how to, how to behave on and off the football field, show decorum. You know, he scores a touchdown, hands the ball back to the official, no funny business, just be sensible. Off the field, same thing. You know, what... What else, what else, who else could he learn from more than Randy Moss in terms of not how to flash his cash around like a dick, um, but how to behave sensibly, 
squirrel his money away, save it for a rainy day and set himself up with a nice pension for retirement. And uh, then he can play for the Giants for 15 glorious years um, without having any discipline problems uh, or any fun at all or any success. And I'll call that time. Thanks. Adam, you successfully two points. One point for OBJ. You could have had Brandon Marshall as well. I would have given you a point if you had made any reference to beating women or smoking weed. Uh, <laughs> I also would have given you a point if you had referenced the opportunity to get one over his old team where he never won a ring. So you got one for the OBJ and you got one for the something about being a dick, which I found funny. So two points. Well done. Do you know what I was doing while you were doing that, Adam? I was doing fake signatures of the 1996 Man United title winning team. (laughs) (laughs) I've got Steve Bruce, Gary Palliser, Dennis Irwin, Paul Parker, Brian Robson and Andre Kanchelskis. That's good, by the way. That that might get your points. I'm not even going to (laughs) lie. On that note, Doug, you're up next. Doug's gonna, you're going to love this one, mate. Doug, you're going to tell me why <laughs> Cleveland should bring in Eli and Peyton Manning as QB1 and QB2. Okay. <laughs> Time starts now. Okay, well, the first reason they should do that is because Eli Manning's clearly the better quarterback than Peyton Manning, and his record would suggest that. There's uh, several other reasons. The banter in the changing room will go up. The, the ad quote and the bants, bants right, with a Z will go up. Um, also, the average four height length of uh, the Cleveland Browns needs raising a bit, so bringing in a couple of Mannings will uh, will improve that situation somewhat and give their kit manager more to do. Um, one thing the Cleveland Browns have never been is overrated, and bringing Peyton Manning in will absolutely cement that. They will be able to be looking and looking at themselves in the press and saying, "Yes, boys." We may not be much, but what we are is overrated. And I've always thought that Brown's Peyton Manning's colour anyway, because it kind of uh, kind of matches, uh, you know, what I think of him. Um, the other thing is, the other thing is that they're both. Well, one of them's available, and it and it all. It, I've always thought that that um, you know, what's his name, Eli, Eli and Peyton would make a good team. They could go in. They could go in, but Eli on Eli on third and fourth downs. And Peyton on first and third, and they'd never punt. It'd just be more interesting for the fans. Um, any other reason? I can't think of any other reason why they'd do it. Other than we'll to, call that time. Yeah, do that. <laughs> I really started to struggle. Doug, I'm going to give you three points for that. <laughs> well played. If you had made reference to stability and culture, you would have got a point. Oh. But the full headline was good bands. Um, <laughs> The increase in banter was also good. Um, I'm going to give you the point because I had great adverts uh, and the prestige and commercial viability, which you did talk about. So that's three points for Doug. Nice. Well, that was actually four points, but... That was three. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Point off for math. You're up. So, so I make that I'm in the lead on two points, correct? Mark, <laughs> <laughs> you're up and you're going to yeah. tell us why yeah. Warren Sapp should be the defensive line coach at Miami. And <laughs> time starts now. <laughs> well, if there's, if there's a place to go 
where um, you know you want someone needs an area where you can be you can act like more of a dick than you would do normally um, then you need to go to Miami it's where dicks go to play um, I think, <laughs> I think uh, the team obviously needs a bit of help decent player um, you know pretty good so I think from a actually improving that defense perspective then Warren Sapp might, might help him out a little bit um, plus the amount of women that he could slap around allegedly in Miami he's it's be like a you know a child in a sweet shop he would be loving it um, you know I, I think Miami has obviously got a bit of a culture there of you know a, a being acting like you know they're not the most disciplined team in the world it's not the most disciplined area in the world and I, I guess they're at a point whereby they think you know what fuck it let's just embrace it let's not try and go the other way let's bring in someone like Warren Sapp who's gonna be you know, not the nicest chap in the world I think he's he's gonna be there go and mix it up piss a lot of people off because that's what Miami want to do these days they're sick of being unsuccessful and nice so they're gonna say right sod it let's be unsuccessful and generally be pretty horrible so they're bringing in someone who's going to coach him. Maybe he's not going in to coach the D. Maybe he's actually just going in to coach him how to be dickhead. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Mark. Mark, I'm going to give you two points. You, there was, yeah. you didn't mention Sue. There was no talk of Sue. Sue and Warren Sapp is going to be funny. Warren Sapp has a history of Miami. You didn't talk about his history um, having been played there as a hurricane. You did talk that's, about bitches. That's because, that's because I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about bitches, so you're going to get a point for that. Uh, and I gave you a point for some of the funny bits, talking about their long history of Miami's general attitude. You missed out the, so two, have... the two best bits as well. There's loads of women in Miami, and he likes beating them up. And also, he needs a job because he's bankrupt. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, got, he got a point for talking about the beating up women. He did oh, right. That's what the bitches bit was. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. I wasn't being... a prostitute thing as well story around him as well wasn't he, he lost he's a good job. dude though he's in, a good in, dude in, in fairness <laughs> both, 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 of those, both of those were never were, were dropped but who knows so we have Adam with two points Mark with two points Dougie in the lead on three Oh, is that not the win I thought I was still I thought going I we go last round last round we go to the the final uh, the decider not really but whatever so uh, who's in the lead Dougie you're in the lead you can then pick Oh, you're going to like this. Day one. We're going to call this round day one. If it was day one of the Perfect for the second round. (laughs) 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 If if we had a franchise, you're going to pick Cam Newton, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. Pick one. Tom Brady. Tell us why you would start. Couldn't, couldn't have called that pick from you. I know. I saw. Tell it me why. I'd, if I was going to start a franchise, why I'd start with Tom Brady, and I've got to make you've this got, funny, right? You've got to admit. Well, remember, you are approaching me and not Robert Kraft. Uh, so uh, your time starts. It's going to be a hard sell. Yeah. Okay. So we've we're, we're starting a we're starting a franchise, and we're going to start with Tom Brady, right? And then what we're going to do is build a team around Tom Brady to suck as much as possible. So I'm going to get in wide receivers who can barely run. Um, we're going to get in line. Well, basically, we're going to get in linemen to play receiver, and we're going to get receivers to play linemen. Okay, and this is all with the sole intention of breaking Tom Brady in half. We want that dude to be buried, buried in every single way. We're also 
going to set up um, a, a club at the, at, the, at the ground where anyone found to own or be uh, in possession of a pair of Uggs is sent and they are forced <laughs> they're, they're, they're forced to watch New York Jets games and New York Jets hype tapes on loop 24 hours a day for a week as a form of co- like the cooler kid punishment from uh, whatever that film was and we're going to try and indoctrinate uh, Brady to the point where he has to join the New York Jets <laughs> Fine Doug you're going to get two points um, I'm giving you points the bonus points available for the Uggs and the Breaking Bade, Brady. Yeah, <laughs> what about the Jets, man? Surely. The, je- the, the Jets, you only had two points available, you see. So you'd already got your two points by you got to the Jets. You oh. didn't talk about evilness in general. That would have got your point. You didn't mention <laughs> Donald Trump. That that didn't get you. That would have got your point. And had you made the argument that he was alive and, had a, and wasn't dead, that would have got your point. <laughs> <laughs> Adam and Mark, so we have Dougie on five points. Adam and Mark, you need three points to salvage it. Uh, we're going to go Adam, and you're going to go. You're going to tell us why we should be starting our uh, franchise with Aaron Rodgers. I'll tell you, there's a massive reason, and that Aaron Rodgers is single again. If you hadn't heard, he split up with Olivia Munn. Now everything. Bear in mind that Aaron Rodgers has so far had a pretty decent career. He's got a ring. He could have got more. He's taken Green Bay to the playoffs. I think every season pretty much since I can remember. But now, up to now, everything he's ever done wrong has been Olivia Munn's fault. I know that because Twitter told me. (laughs) Now he's got rid of her. He's going to be unstoppable. And that club up there in Wisconsin is going to be flying. Um, Nothing to hold him back. He's got. He's going to have Jordy Nelson. I'm just going to name random players in the hope <laughs> that, that that scores his points. Jordy Nelson <laughs> playing at Lambeau Field, doing a Lambeau leap. What other cliches are there? Ripkowski. He's he's going to be involved somehow. Just he's got a good name. Um, Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams. Um, oh, they've signed. Uh, they signed Martellus Bennett, haven't they? Is this just cheap attempts to score points? Are they? <laughs> <laughs> just Martellus right Bennett, <laughs> Olivia Munn. <laughs> Uh, cheese. <laughs> I have one argument and it just ran out. There you go. <laughs> Adam, you scored one point. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, single stuff and not being to blame, but you could have had accuracy, manoeuvrability, fleet of foot, forward they slash guile. Craig, Good they reasons. are boring things. How, Good. I, I wasn't trying to get Listen, boring things. There is no way. If you, if you can't make fleet of foot funny... <laughs> You're in trouble. Do it. Uh, do it then. Well, I just did. Got, got, a good, got a little chuckle out of that in myself. Okay. Yeah. In the manner in which I did it. It's all about, it's all about timing and delivery, Doug. Jesus Christ. Mark, Hello. you have Cam <laughs> Newton. Dougie remains in the lead with five points. You need three. Please, Mark, be funny. Tell me. Be very funny. <laughs> but, but, but also, why are we going to start a franchise? Cam Newton. Um, Your time starts now. All right, so clearly a brilliant player, Heisman Trophy winner, um, first round overall pick, complete dual threat quarterback, can throw the ball brilliantly in the pocket, um, gives you a rushing option, clearly fantastic talent, 
um, season MVP in the season he led the Panthers to 15 and one. Um, you know that with him, you can you, you're going to get great production both sides of, um, of either rushing or throwing. Brilliant. However, I think the best reason that you would start him is the fact that you're obviously going to relocate re, uh, the Carolina Panthers and you're going to send them somewhere else, possibly somewhere that's losing a team. Maybe they'll go to St. Louis and they'll become the St. Louis Bipolars. So I think if you're start when you move that franchise to uh, St. Louis, the, the St. Louis Bipolars, he's the only quarterback that you could possibly look to start there with. And uh, so I, that, that's why I think he's the ideal man. And that's time. Mark, that's two points. Is a good effort. You got, you got a point. For the, you got a point for the running, the dual threat, um, and you got a, one of the bonus points for the bipolars like that. Uh, you left some points on the board in terms of his general power, uh, and you could have gone with fashion sense and commercial opportunity. The man has the best hat collection in the world. So, a couple of points out there. Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> Dougie wins the arbitrary quiz. <laughs> Dougie, how? 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 <laughs> two in a row. Two in a row, boys. Two in a row. <laughs> Hear it and wait. There's boys. one you could have yeah. rigged, Craig. This was <laughs> well, I gave it a good go. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. Um, so, with that said, with that type of innovative content <laughs> check us out long snapper podcast uh, on itunes and on soundcloud we're on twitter long snap pod facebook long snapper podcast page so i think we're gonna do any other business yeah. uh, any volunteers i'll go i don't know if anybody's watching uh i think i've spoke before i'm a i'm an nba fan and um I really hope you were going to say Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> we will revisit that. <laughs> I mean, that we'll, uh, we'll come back to that. Um, Nobody wants that conversation. Uh, <laughs> me and Doug. Is he the? Uh, is he the guy? He's not the guy who reckons that the Earth's flat, is he? Oh, I've got that. I've got that confused with someone else. There's someone in the NBA recently that get out. came out. Luke I mean, Cage is out. who we spoke about last week, Adam. Mate, <laughs> uh, keep up, mate. <laughs> Luke Cage is a TV. That's the TV oh, show they oh, were arguing oh, about. Oh, bloody. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Annie's with us. Well done. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <Very>. <laughs> um, so, yes, the NBA. Uh, you're talking of Kyrie Irving, who said who I, it was, it, well, he didn't really believe it. Um, anyway, so at the moment, we've got something pretty historic um, happening in the NBA. Um, and it's divided opinion because in a world, particularly in American sports, but in a world where we overanalyze everything... We have had the development of the significance of the triple-double. And the triple-double, for those who don't know, is scoring double digits in points, rebounds and assists generally. Any Um, any stats? Any stats with three. But they're the three that are most likely uh, and display a a level of dominance amongst the player. And what we've got at the minute is two players who are really setting the bar at heights it hasn't been done in the modern NBA uh, a guy called Russell Westbrook has just surpassed um, the long-standing record of 42 or 41 triple doubles by Oscar Robinson who himself has said you know he didn't know it at the time they didn't it wasn't something that was uh, recorded um, so you got this idea about the fact that because we can overanalyze and we get all this information what does it really mean and how good are they I'm telling you they're fantastic but one of the things that um I watched an interview yesterday or today 
um, with a guy called Jerry West, who's the the logo, you know, the NBA logo, the guy, um, it, it's him. And what he said was really important, and it's one of the things I always preach in sports. I know there's a lot of stats, and I think stats are really good to give you an indication or give you the benchmark or give you a context. But I'm a big believer in the eye test. Uh, and what one of the things he said was, Russell Westbrook is the closest thing we've seen to Michael Jordan. And that's that's in an era where LeBron James has dominated this game for the last 15 years. Um, what, Russell, what Russell Westbrook is doing, if you just watch him, it is... Uh, it is an unbelievable feat. And if you like sport and you like sport at the top level, you know, it's happened a couple of years over the last few years in the NBA. You've got the invention of the three-point and how reliable it is. Steph Curry doing things that people have never seen before. If you get a chance, watch this postseason and and it's really exciting to see um, what Russell Westbrook might do. Uh, it is a thing to behold when that guy's playing well. Tenacity, uh, excitement. It's good. Watch it. Yeah, agreed. Go for it, Mark. The, the only thing I'd add to that is that, you know, I think it's amazing that he's doing what he's doing. He's, he's clearly been brilliant. And um, Kevin Durant leaving there has obviously made a massive difference to him. But the Thunder have finished 46 and 34. And they're all likely going to go out in the first round of the playoffs with the Rockets, who are on a massive tilt at the moment themselves and playing really, really well. So... Does it in a team sport? Fair enough, individual accolades like that are important for him when he looks back and talks to his grandkids about what he's achieved. But they only finished sixth in the Western Conference. So if he's there doing amazing things, would it not be better if he was doing less good but on a team that was performing better? 33 and 9 when he's had a triple double. 33 and 9 when he's had a triple double. Yeah, but that's. He is that, but that that that's almost inevitable, though. That's like that's what, like saying Man United what, what, win, what win most games when yeah, what, Ibrahimovic scores a hat trick. Yeah, what it, are the well, stats? It, what, what, what it does it, it shows you how valuable he is to his team. Yeah, but win. what are the stats? What are the stats for players overall when they score a triple double? Most teams that have a player who no, gets a triple no, double no, will, will win no the game. Way, no, nowhere near as high as as that is. And what I would say is that a lot of those. It smacks to me a little bit like, you know when Peyton Manning went for the passing record or Drew Brees goes for the passing record and they're up by 35 points and, and Peyton Manning's still winging out touchdowns. You know, there's been games where the Thunder have been up by 20-odd points and rather than shooting a, uh, an open basket, he's, he's laying up uh, a sitter for somebody else to pad his stats to get the triple-double, you know, it's... If, maybe the last two well if you've watched it the last three weeks you would know how important him doing everything is for the team no, I'm I not, mean I'm, I'm not suggesting it's not I'm just suggesting that a triple double is a bit of a yeah people and that's what I'm saying forget the stats James Harden you talk Mark you mentioned the Houston Rockets James Harden in terms of points scored What's and his? assists he's made he has had the most successful offensive season of any player who's yeah. ever played in the NBA. But I test, you just need to watch Russell. You watch him play and I'm, I couldn't give a shit about the triple doubles. The guy's a point guard and he's jumping as high as seven foot guys. You know, he's rebounding, not just the ones that bounce off the ball. He's rebounding in the paint when he's got two men around him and then he's going up the other end and, and creating. So it's just, anyway, it's phenomenal to watch. I don't want to do an Adam. It is any other business. <laughs> this is a year. Go and watch some NBA in the postseason. Still, still rather watch Steph Curry. But whatever. 
Um, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, shall I go next? Go yeah. for it. Uh, I want to talk. I was going to talk about MotoGP because I'm a big MotoGP fan, but uh, I decided against that because um, I was just sort of browsing the internet and and got onto boxing. And uh, BT Sport obviously have um, made an introduction into the into the boxing world. They've got uh, their own promoter. They're teamed up with Frank Warren Box Nation, and they're doing their thing now. So I don't know if you saw their first foray into live boxing. Daniel Dubois was it? Daniel Dubois, if you're French, basically laying out somebody who fought like he'd had 16 pints and looked like somebody who drinks 16 pints on a regular basis. It was basically like they got a darts player to have a fight with a bloke after he'd played darts. It was a bit embarrassing. But what it led me to thinking about was the state of boxing at the moment and the fact that boxing is essentially driven by Sky Sports at the moment. If you listen to Sky, if you listen to Sky there are no other boxers outside of the Eddie Hearn factory that can compete for a title. And I, I think this will be really good for boxing once... Uh, a few names start coming out of the BT stable, you'll potentially see some really big pay-per-view matchups between BT fighters and Sky fighters because they're going to be going for the same belts. Um, Craig, you know a bit more about combat sports than me. I, I just know it from work, working on a bit of it, but I don't really understand how boxing's got to the situation where if you're not an Eddie Hearn fighter, you can't fight for a world title that means anything. Seems it seems madness. Yeah, unfortunately, it's been the way that's. But I mean, but I I I don't hate Eddie Hearn, but he's got he is a conglomerate right now. Um, I mean, it's it is offering, it's an offering an opportunity for British boxers to earn real money. Box Nation's been around for a while, but they charge for it, so no one fucking pays for it. Well, you don't um, anymore. You get it with BT. You get Box Nation with BT. So yes. is that a deal? Because that yeah. that's 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 good. Because I have missed a number of big American fights because I just can't pay for Box Nation. As and well. then obviously you've got um, Frank Maloney's started doing some stuff with Spike. Is it Spike? I think? A, who is a legitimate gangster? <laughs> <laughs> like, and, that, <laughs> and that's the problem with boxing. There's too many titles. There's super champion, gold champion, diamond champion. Too many weight divisions, um, and it's still massively pro- profitable and easy for people to manipulate. But I do what you're what you're describing um, offers a, a real platform, and BT Sports are going hard for the. Uh, combat sports so oh, they're going hard for anything that sky have got they're going for uh, the cricket they're going for the boxing motorsport champions, league. champions yeah. league rugby everything they just want to bury sky and i think it's i don't know you know obviously i've got a foot in both camps because i do a bit of work for both of them but i think it all comes down to to internet and phone lines mm. yeah sky stepped on the wrong toes and i think bt are out for blood so who knows <laughs> Nice, who's up next? Adam, let's get yours done. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just... <laughs> let's come in under an hour, Adam. We've got eight minutes. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I was going to talk a bit. I mean, if we're, we're talking a bit about sport, I had another one as well, but um, I don't know I don't know much about boxing at all. I clearly don't know anything don't at all talk about, about NBA it. because <laughs> I'm confusing superheroes for I'm people that sure might play in the NBA. I'm not sure you understand what AOB is, mate. But, no. <laughs> Um, very quick, I don't know, I I enjoyed watching the Masters on Sunday night, really, really enjoyed that, um, absolute, absolute 
well, it never happens, does it? The, the, the under, well, not the underdog, but the, the guy who's choked before, the guy who you don't think will ever win a major turn, turns up, not just in contention, but having missed a putt to, a short four-foot putt to win on the last hole, ends up going into the playoffs and a playoff against uh, Justin Rose. Last thing you expect is him for actually to dig deep and find something and uh, win it from there. So hats off to Sergio. I think I'll share that with the rest of the world. I think even Justin Rose was quite pleased for him. Um, yeah, I find well, it really. I, I find it really hard to form an emotional attachment with a multi-millionaire winning, a, trying to win a prize of another few million. You know, I find that really difficult to get emotional not, about. No, that. I, I couldn't. I couldn't disagree with you more. There, that this is one of those things where this is not remotely about any money. This is about the prestige of having that green jacket. I just don't care. And and, and winning a major, which he'd never done. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe you can't understand that. No, I can. Like, I, can under, I, like, I can understand why people do. I mean, if it's the Ryder Cup, I'm all over that because that's you know. But you know, already wealthy men getting a little bit more wealthy. I'm not that bothered about. Okay, uh, no, <laughs> nothing to do. Nothing to do with the money at all. I don't think Sergio was worrying about the pennies if he if he didn't win that major. I don't think he's uh, struggling to make ends meet. Um, this was about a lot more than that. It it was. Uh, what he worked so hard for for a 20 year career and choked a couple of times like three three different occasions he probably should have won a major and hasn't and then it's come good for him loved it and i'm not even going to that wasn't even going to be my ob but i'm going to leave that there the other thing <laughs> nice. cheers mate and i i actually I'm, i fully agree with you the guy came up during the tiger woods era now if you came up at that time you didn't win anything anyway and he's still whatever it is nine, uh, what, what, 1999 I think it was his first major. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was really, it, and it actually was a quite an exciting um, Sunday. So, and I'm not, a, I'm not a golf fan by any means, but yeah, I, I'm down. I'm always down with seeing elite sport. And, and, and that was a, that was a hell of a tournament. I, I, Mark, no, I do, no, I'm not sorry. sorry, just to finish my, just because I do sound like a bit of an arsehole when I say that. My, <laughs> my, point, my point about, oh. my point about golf is that the, I don't really, relate to anything to do with golf tournaments like that i can't get emotionally involved in it i can get emotionally involved in the Ryder cup but not just a, a, any golf tournament i just can't get emotionally i think involved it's just it's a guy who's been around for like the majority of my sport watching life and he's never managed to win something and now he has won something and he seems like a fairly decent guy um so i was i was pleased for him that he's finally managed to win one of those trophies that he can look back on in, in years to come and say he won one of the big ones so you know fair play to him i've heard he's a prick whatever <laughs> <laughs> he's not got many nice things to say about you. Kicks dogs. He kicks dogs, Adam. I've seen. I've seen him kick dogs. <laughs> uh, just, just when I think you can't, you can't go any further. Um, you step right up. I'll give you that. Go on, Mark. <laughs> um, mine seems really trivial now because I wanted to talk about Lou Roll. Because <laughs> I've decided, there's you know, as you probably know from my any other businesses, there's a lot of people in the world that I don't like, and and like people that do stupid shit, I don't like. People who park outside my house, I don't like them. People who can't use cash points, I don't like them. There's lots of fuckers in the world that I don't really like. However, there's two more that I need to add to the list, and they both relate to Lura. So, first of all. The people who are putting the loo roll on with the sheet falling against the wall. Why are you doing that? 
it's put it the other way so that the sheet is nearest to where I'm having the crap. So I don't have to f- get my fingers behind the bloody thing to get it out. If you're putting the loo roll on the wrong way around, those people need to be round up and shot. <laughs> Secondly, there, how the did it t- get to week yeah. 34 till yeah. we got onto this? <laughs> and how much time <laughs> well, in your well, life have you have spent reaching that extra three inches? Like... Uh, it bothers me. <laughs> it bothers me. <laughs> Just put it on the right way round. It's not hard. Put it on the right way round. Secondly, uh, and, and there, there, there is somebody worse than the person who, um, who uses the last of the loo roll and then doesn't change it. That's a pretty bad person, but there is someone worse than that. And it's the person that leaves a single sheet on there and then fucks off thinking, oh, it's fine. There's still loo roll on there. Won't bother changing it. Guys. I agree with you there. Listen, you all think I'm really angry and, and can't chill out on that, but. Mark is pretty angry. I think, I think we have a new winner, don't we? Mark yeah, Mark's Mark's paused. He's, I think, he's exploded. Paused as uh, yeah. well. <laughs> his face is held there. Ooh, I think he's, he's exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, come back to us, Mark. He was so irate. His wife, just, his wife has just hit him on the head. Mark left. He's he's that angry. He's nine and he was so angry. He <laughs> 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 just couldn't take it. Oh, mate. Um. Yeah, I mean, he's not here now, so let's slag him off. <laughs> um, so Mark's gone. I think his message has heard what his comments were, and it's touched a nerve, and they've been arguing about which way yeah. around to put... She, she leaving one sheet of toilet paper on the roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's one thing on I can the relate to. There's one thing I can relate to with the, with the bog roll, and that's when you're pinching off a new roll, and you only get one of the plies. And you can't then work out oh, which way round yeah, you need yeah. to... Yeah, that really yeah. eggs but me that's off. that's no one's fault. You know, well, it is just to just make the bonding tighter. <laughs> Boys, my internet. We saw he was so angry. He's back. He's back. Angry. The internet just died. I think there was someone was was looking down from some company that makes Lural. Well, here's here's what here's the thing. Has anyone else noticed that Andrex seems to have stopped making their like normal bog standard toilet roll? Where's this going? nowhere (laughs) (laughs) it's now like got some quilted thing going on that you can't get their normal soft white toilet roll what like 700 feel like a like a north face coat wiping your ass in a down jacket (laughs) yeah yeah, (laughs) maybe because they got sick of everyone using it wrong oh shit all right Thank you very much, boys. That's a great way to end the show. Lovely. <laughs> this, this is quality content. You are welcome. <laughs> nice one, boys. See you later. Next week. <laughs> Bye.